the music. <laughs> right on cue. Welcome to another edition of Mickey P's Conundrum. And today, after a long hiatus, we bring back Asuka. Asuka. Hey, hey. They love you. They fucking they, love you. You know, they do. My man. What's going on, man? Fuck, man. There's a lot going on, you know? It's fucking, it's a crazy <laughs> fucking world. It's a crazy time. And especially uh, some some neat things in your life now. You're actually um, moved up the chain. You got your own sales team underneath you. You're a sales trainer, sales manager, whatever you want to call yourself. Yes, it is. Yes, I am. Fuck yeah. You're the big daddy in town. Uh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Fuck. You know, if you I'm, stay in sales long enough, you'll never leave. No, 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 no. I think I, I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's just too much. Too much happens. Um, I'm good at it, but um, you know, I, I, I'm a. Uh, I like to move on. I like to do a thing and keep keep it moving. You know. So you have a big deal because when do you officially become the manager there, the boss there? Oh. Uh, so they're looking towards um, September, okay. September around that time frame. Nice. Now, one of the biggest things that a lot of sales managers miss out on is setting the tone. And you can't make everything important because everything's important. Nothing's important. So when you Correct. walk in that door, here you are, your sales team in front of you. What's I'm here, guys. Thing? Yeah, I'm here. Right, Daddy's home. Right? <laughs> Daddy's- <laughs> I'm here. Fix me a I'm here to play. make some changes. That's I'm it. here to make some changes. There you go. You see, that's what I hate too. I'm glad what you just said. I hate those motherfuckers. And I know I'm gonna get hung for this because people argue all day long to be like, "You gotta wait ninety days." I don't need ninety days of being in a hot shower to find out the shower's hot. I can listen to you. and You can tell me the shower's hot, and uh, I can move no, on. I'm burning ninety days. Exactly. People are like, oh, you got to wait 90 days before you make a change. Fuck you. Listen, I need one fucking day where I basically probably have your preconceived notion will go to which you want to hit on. But ultimately, I can ask them what happens here. How does it work? Do you like it? Do you not? And I can judge it's based on reactions. Yeah. And if we're going to make moves, I'm not saying you make moves blindly, but I get their input day one. And then from that moment forward, we go through with the new way forward because they have buying and they like it versus being like, no, listen. We're going to run it exactly the way it's fucking been the last 90 days. If that's the case, why even be there? Why don't you just fucking right. just video call in? Because you're not doing I'll anything. Back. I'll be back. I'll be back in 90 days. Yeah. And we'll make some changes. Exactly. I'm going to analyze some shit. Yeah. Go fuck you. Wait 90 <laughs> fucking days. First of all, almost fuck you. That's why I want to say fuck you. Second of all, you got to make them right away. So I'm glad you said that. Go in there and make some changes. When you think about the, what is the what's the one thing you really want to focus on coming right through that fucking door? Man, quality of life. Mm. Quality of life, quality of life. Shit. You know, there's so many salesmen out there who do not have, even successful salesmen, they do not have quality of life. I agree. I agree. Damn. I agree 100% because um, actually, let's get into why um, they're moving me up, right? Yeah, to sure. To be a Talk sales manager. Do it. Right? Um, I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty freaking good um, at sales. Um, so. Since I'm so good, I spend a lot of time in the office. Um, I spend a lot of time with the clients, right? Absolutely. Um, and I do not have enough time for myself. Unfortunately, that's how it works, right? The more you sell, uh, the better it is for the company, the less time you have for yourself, right? It's true. Um, that starts to take a toll because I'm a firm believer that eventually you start hating sales if you, sales, if you start 
um, just making that your whole life. You know what I mean? No, I, I do. You know, I'm one You're, of those, You lose the passion for it. You do. No, I, I agree. I, I mean, literally, here's the thing about me. I'm, I'm so fucked up that sales comes before my relationships. Like, I love sales more. So the wives I've lost in the process of doing sales. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. But I know. no, but to me, like, I like the job more. But I understand that, you know, if you value personal relationships over sales, it kind of sucks and you start losing that shit. And so now you want to, mm-hmm. so you so you want quality of life for yourself, but also you want to institute that for your team as well. Correct. My team is the, the main thing. I'm a firm believer in if you take care of your team, your team will take care of you. You know what I mean? Um, when you are making sales and you believe in it and you're in a good environment, um, it's easier. It's really easier. Um, I'm not one of those guys that believes in freaking all these crazy things, but um, I feel like energy does rub off. You know what I mean? That's one of the things in life that I feel that does rub off. So if you go in anywhere with a bad, bad energy, a bad freaking mentality, then you're not going to get anything at all. But when you like what you do, when you're happy with what you do, when you're happy to go do what you got to go do, then things normally work out in your favor. No, I like that for a couple of reasons. Number one is people say, well, they hate that. I always say fake it till you make it. But if you've got some fake that good attitude to keep the team up and up, because if you show them you're in a bad mood, you can actually deteriorate the team. But one thing I really love that you said, though, is that, you see, some people take a sales manager job and they they will be like, oh, I want quality of life for me. I'm doing it for me. They're still going to work to the bone, but I'm going to take time off. But you said you want quality of life for you and your team, right? Because you know what it's like to not have quality of life. And there are a lot of managers out there who don't think like you, Asuka. What they'll literally do is they'll take a man, and maybe you've seen this before, they'll take a management position. And they'll literally have that morning meeting if they do, right? They send the people out there to do their sales and then you can't even find them after two, three o'clock, right? right. Go until tomorrow right. morning because they got the quality <laughs> with the team sitting there at eight o'clock at night, you know, licking the paint off the walls. Yep, yep. <laughs> 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night is like, whoa, 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 you know? Um, <laughs> there's really, there's really, I, I, trust me, I've been there. I've been places at midnight freaking grinding, you know, getting mine. Uh, it's not. It's not a good life. It's not a good life at all. Um, you go into work. You go to the next business. You have to go to the next day. You're tired. You're not happy. You're like, shoot, I don't want. I'm ready for this to be over. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready for this to be over. That's the mentality you have when you when you overwork. When you overwork, you you you're, you're gonna produce um, less quality when you when you're overworked. You are. I, I promise. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with you going into it and you actually give a fuck, that is a key to success, is that if the boss, if the manager actually gives a fuck, and you're right, the attitude, you know, it spreads. You have a positive attitude, you're upbeat. Other people, they become upbeat. And I, I firmly believe that happy people don't fucking fail. I've never walked into it. They've never walked into a sales floor where they said they are fucking failing left and right. I walk in, everyone's fucking smiles. Right? Yeah. I've never seen it. If you keep the attitude up, because you got to think of it from a customer's point of view. If I walk in your place and everyone's down in the dumps, I don't want to buy from that, right? right? But if I walk in, and literally, I've seen it at car dealerships, and it's so good. They literally have like almost like finger food and stuff, and they're playing music, and they're feeling good. And I feel like, fuck, like, I'm feeling good. Like I want to buy from these people because they have a good vibe. And right. it's not so down in the dumps. And believe it or not, it's not just for your team, but it actually helps out you know, making that in-state mission. So that is, that is pretty fucking awesome that you're already there, and you haven't even fucking started yet. Yeah, you know, I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm a, I'm one of those guys. I like changes. I like um, 
making a difference. That's me. Um, do I have my bad days? Everybody does. You know what I mean? You can't. <laughs> you, that, 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 that's, you can't get rid of that. That's just life, right? Um, sure. But I'm excited to, to change things because way too often in, in our sales job, you hear the negatives, right? You do. You hear more of the negatives than you do of the positives. But I feel like it has to do a lot with quality of life, man. Um, if quality of life were better, um, people would be happier. Things will get done. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, and you have a leg to stand on. Because if it's always negative, 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 you're like, shoot, well, I'm not going to do it tomorrow because guess what? I'm getting yelled at regardless. You know what I mean? Or or like they always look at the bad stuff and, 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 and next month it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, wow, you got you to gotta, um, the vibe. Like you said, the vibe is everything. One thing that uh, new sales managers will do, and it's a great idea, is you come up with like, because you have a place where you want the, want this office to go to, right? Where you say to yourself, okay, we're either right. doing this amount or you have some sort of goal in mind. And so what happens is that we put out there the brass ring. We say, listen, if you are able to do X, right? If you do X in a given month, then you get Y, whatever that is, whether that's like instead of leaving the office at eight, you leave at four or seven, it's whatever happens to be, whatever that benefit is. Well, what happens is sometimes when you come in there with it, I find that people think it's just that. It's just a brass ring. It's not something like, yeah, he'll never really do that. So one thing I found to be effective is that first month that you were there. So let's just say you show up and it's the 8th, 10th, whatever the day of the month, right? You come in that yeah. office and you say, look, here's the bottom line though. I'm doing you a favor. For the rest of the month, you're going to give you the prize right now. I'm going to pay it forward. The reason being is it shows the prize is real. It shows that, yes, I'm willing to let you guys leave at 5 o'clock at night, every night. Fuck it. And you only say, people like, well, that's crazy. No, it's not. Because here's the thing. Once they get in that tempo of leaving, and by the way, enforce that they do it. For instance, make sure they're gone at 5. Push them out the door. Make them execute the liberty because you want people at home to see the liberty being executed, right? You right. want them to be home. And then this way, when the new month starts up, and you're back to working to seven o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, whatever right. it is, till your mission is made. The family's going to be like, well, wait, wait, why, why are you back to work in 10 o'clock at night? You were just getting off at fucking five every day. Oh, that's until we make our mission. You have right. little, you have little bosses at home who are telling them, mother, guys better, you know, sell those loans, get rid of those cars, do something, get people to sign the line, which is dotted. And it shows them it's real and you'll get them actually making it happen because they realize the prize is real. That yes, this motherfucker right. is for real. And yeah, he ain't come here to play games. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. One thing too I always like is that really increases morale assist, right? Is public displays of appreciation. And what I mean by that is it's okay to hate me at home but love me in public. Like for instance, if I'm all fucked up at the office, right? Like I'm the fucking douchebag at the office. It's okay to fuck me up at the office, right? But when we're out at like places with his other colleagues, it's good to actually like make me feel good. You know, like don't right. kick me in front of public, right? right. Abuse right. me at home because literally that increases morale because they're like, ah, oh, he really does like me. You know what I mean? Because if you say yeah, something nice at the office, like I get kicked here all the time, you realize that shit in front of all like the higher ups, right? He's always talking good about me. And they know like they're a piece of shit deep in their heart, but they know you have their back and you're like, oh man, you kidding me? This guy's knocking out the bark. And the guy's well, like, yeah, that's my oh, fucking star child right there. <laughs> Uh, that's that's uh, my fucking guy. <laughs> you like yeah, that's, that's my goal. That's my goal too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's also too, you know, a uh, couple things I would give to you is that I found to really increase the uh, 
uh, what were you calling it? Not the morale, but the uh, quality of life, if you will, the quality yeah. of life of these people is making sure that there's transparency and honesty. And the reason I say that is because let's just say that like something's going to happen and affect our quality of life. And there's a reason why be transparent, and honest and why it changed. Right. Don't hide behind the bullshit. Be fucking honest. That way I understand if something's being docked, I don't feel like you're just fucking with me. Right. Don't be afraid to be transparent and be like, look, it's happened because X, Y or Z happened. Don't hold it in. Even if it's dirt on somebody in the office. Right. Bring everyone together. We're not enemies or whatever. It's just that X happened. And this is what has to happen in response because then people can digest the pill a little bit more than being like, shut the fuck up. We're still staying till seven. And I'm like, why are you fucking right. my time off? But if you give me the reason why, if I understand the reason why, right, then I'll then I get don't it. Feel like then I don't feel like you're just fucking. Yeah. Me. Just tr- be transparent. Even if you don't want to yeah. be, sometimes you got to be. So that's cool, my man. So. Yeah, so quality of life, and you're going to go in there and give it to them. It reminds me because there's actually an office that, that I had uh, taken over once upon a time, and that was literally the main thing I gave them. And you'll yeah. find that if they don't have quality of life, people will be like, well, I don't need it. I've, I've worked at 10 right. o'clock at night every night. I don't fucking care. But if you force them out to enjoy what I'm saying, give them that benefit right away, force them out of the office at 5 Force my office at seven, whatever it is, sometimes before ten, right? Give them a little bit of love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then they get used to it for a couple weeks. Mine saying, be mine. Yeah, because they've been doing it for 14, 17 days. And then all of a sudden yeah. they're kind of used to it, like, shit, I do have that extra time. Like I can pay my cell phone bill. I can, you know, see my kids once in a while. <laughs> right, right. Fucking crazy. Right. So I can all, still talk them into bed before they go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You, you know though, but bad morale can affect quality of life. And so many times we have too many meetings. Only have your morning meeting. Like be there at the end of the day, be there during the day, but don't have full out meetings. Have you ever had bosses like that have like meeting after meeting? Like why the fuck do we have to be back at the office at this time? Yep. And it's like, Jesus Christ, that could have been a text message. <laughs> right. Right. Well, like, I know 40 minutes for this. Oh man. Yeah. And also yeah. too, you got to understand the, their priorities in life though. Because what happens is, and people don't realize about sales, sales is about attitude. And, and I may be an amazing salesman, but if I rate, and this is something you really, uh, and I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not trying to educate you. You know this. I'm educating like the crowd, right? Of course, the of outside course. of this conversation. So I'm not like talking down to you, but of you want to, you want to increase, you want to make sure that you want to increase the morale. You want to make sure that uh, everyone's attitude is solid and sometimes you have to give a little to get a little. And sometimes you can get your salesman to murder for you, uh, figuratively, not not literally, is if I know how you rank life. So for me, the only thing above sales in my life, quite honest, I swear to God, is being able to watch football on fucking Sunday. If you fuck with my ability to watch Red Zone on Sunday, that is the only thing that I will fucking lose my mind, right? But if as the manager you know, that I, literally, he don't give a fuck, nothing, I don't fuck about nothing else, but I know it's a priority in his life. I'm going to try and protect that, right? I'm going to protect his priority. Now, some people don't give a fuck about sales. They're just doing it to make a paycheck. Right. So if I know they rate their dog, mom, dad, sister, brother, relationship, car, everything over it. The thing about it is, is that if something goes wrong in my life, let's just say my car breaks down. I can't really focus at work because my mind is elsewhere. Sometimes in sales, you have to give that person time. Sometimes if you don't want to, I'm like, look, man, just take the rest of the day off, figure out your car situation, come back tomorrow. 
Because the quality right. of work you're going to get while they're there, because again, this is sales, but attitude. He might as well. He might as well not be there because he's not going to get anything done. Yeah, he's negative as fuck. You know, well, he, he, he can't even he can't even focus. You know what I'm saying? All right. And so when that happens, you know, sometimes you got to say, now and when you give me the rest of the day off, what you don't realize is that I've got the rest of the day off. I feel pretty good. I got the whole day to get my shit together. I come in tomorrow morning and I'm ready to kill it because I know you didn't have to. I know, in fact, right. you didn't even ask nobody. You took it upon yourself, put your neck out there to take care of me. And so right. usually that breeds that little bit of loyalty between the team camaraderie lives up. They got a good quality of life because they're able to do certain things. They might not have been able to do on a different sales team. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. A hundred and ten percent. Um, I've learned a lot. Um, I've been through a couple little sales, um, team or, or I would say managers, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taken a lot from each of them. Um, the first salesperson I ever met in my life was you, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, well, officially, right? Um, I've taken a lot from everybody, um, the goods, the bads, you know how that goes. I do. Um, and, and I agree. I agree. Freaking, uh, quality of life doesn't necessarily mean, um, hey, you're going to be off every day at freaking five. That's not necessarily what I mean, but, um, it's, it's, it's like you said, right? Sometimes there's shit people have to do, uh, <laughs> sales work the best throughout the week right but that's when people got to get stuff done right mm-hmm. so sometimes it's like you said hey man i know freaking you and your family have to go through this go take care of that like you said during the week because <laughs> not 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 things aren't open during the week and all the time freaking the dmv freaking other things you know so so i agree with you um it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna leave every day at five it's just giving a fuck and taking care of your guys I love it, my man. Uh, one thing that, you know, I definitely would also tell anybody who's uh, going to become a new sales manager who wants to make sure that, you know, the, the road goes smooth is sometimes letting the team be a democracy because when it's a democracy, you're able to win even when you lose. And, and I'll give you an example. So uh, a couple examples here. So first and foremost, if... Uh, we're going to make a decision. Let's on the sales floor. And I say, you know what? We're going to do X and Y today. And the team is like, ah, you know, we're real on do C, B, and A, right? And I take a vote. And I say, all right, look, guys, I tell you what. I don't fucking want to. My vote's against. I don't think it's going to work. But I tell you what. We'll do it your way. When they leave there, they are literally going to execute that plan at 110% because they want to prove you you that can work. So I can only win. Here's why. Tomorrow morning, it's either A, you're all right and you're excited rubbing into my fucking face, or B, you come in with your tail between your legs saying, man, Nick, I'm so fucking sorry. I should have never doubted you. Right? Yeah. So there, like that helps out. But the other thing too is this. I believe in... And I want to see what you think about this. I believe in not giving them the path and destination, but just give them the destination and work on the path. What I mean by that is this. Hold your expectation. Today, you need to have two appointments for tomorrow. By the end of the month, you need to have X amount of contracts, right? But I'm willing to waver on the path to get there because of that. Because if I say to you, and here's how we're going to do it, Oscar, you could leave the office like, you know what? The old man's fucking crazy. That shit will never work. And you're going to execute my plan, even if it's amazing, at 40%. But if instead, and I'll give you an example of something crazy that fucking happened, fucking crazy that happened. I couldn't believe it worked, but I was like, fuck, you chose this fucking life. What happens is 
is I'll give the I'll give them the plan. Like, listen, Pat, how are we going to get there, guys? Like, how do you think? Because we have to get this. That is uncompromisable. We have to get this. All right. What was the path we're going to take? And literally, there was this time when we needed to find for a particular job I was doing. We had to find musicians, Oscar. We had to find musicians. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do? And my team came up with this idea. This is the fucking craziest, wildest idea. And I'm telling you right now, you can actually steal this because it's not illegal. It's great. Oh, hold on. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, ooh, I know what, which, which one this is. The Craigslist one. Yeah, I remember yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you mean to tell me we're taking out an ad on fucking Craigslist? Yeah, yeah, we'll right. answer the phone like this or whatever. I'm like, guys, this ain't going to fucking work. Like, this ain't going to fucking work. So they did a vote and they won. I said to myself, you know what, though? Because guess what happened? When they got on the phones with, with, uh, with Craigslist people, they were all yeah. ecstatic because they were trying to prove me wrong. So it was excitement right. in doing the plan, even though it was a shitty fucking plan. Anybody would tell you it's a dumb fucking idea. But because it was being executed with such great energy and excitement, yeah. and they wanted these motherfuckers to come in, and they wanted them to pass the audition, and they wanted to prove me wrong, they did yep. over and over again. Right, three contracts from them, like three three musicians that signed up, presidents on the whole night. And what, I shouldn't have said that word, but it's all fucking crazy, <laughs> you know. But it was all fucking crazy. And I said to myself, "How the fuck did that work?" Like even to this day, I sit here and say, "I would never tell someone to do that." But if it's their idea, you roll with it because they don't want to be wrong. They are literally excited to be at work. They want to be at work. They want that phone to ring. They're going to do everything they can to get that motherfucker in your office to get them to buy the car, sell the home, whatever the case may be. So sometimes being a big leaning on the path is fine as long as everyone understands that. At the end of the day, Oscar's getting his money. Right? Okay, Hella high water. We're going to get X amount of whatever the goal is. Right? So. Of course. Yeah, so crazy fucking times, crazy fucking times. It's so, crazy. I'm proud it of you, crazy. man. Uh, but, since, but since you're telling the story, go ahead and finish. What did you think of the person when they showed up to your office with the instrument? Oh, my fucking God. So anyway, um, <laughs> listen, I'm tone deaf, all right? So what happened was we had a certain position at the company I was yeah. working for. We had positions where at certain levels, right, not the level that I was on, but the musicians actually got employed by our company. Yeah, and so basically, you had to basically sell them and joining uh, joining our firm and actually working with us or whatever the case may be. So, at the end of the day, I've heard many musicians, right? Many musicians, and some I thought that should have made it, that never did. And this person comes in, and she was fucking terrible. I mean, she was fucking terrible. She was fucking terrible. I told she was terrible. Uh, she wanted an audition. So anyway, I just video called my buddy. I'm like, hey, look, she wants to join the company. I don't think it's gonna work. And so this motherfucker. And he tells me, ah, you know what? Um, she sounds pretty okay. Could you drive her to New York? I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> right? Because I know what he's trying to do. And in my head, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to fill up the auditions to say, hey, I auditioned 20. I took 10, yeah. right? Or something like that. He's trying yep. to fill a fucking number. So I'm fucking irritated because this, not that it cost me like that any money because I'm in a company car, but this is right. Oscar. This here is going to be like 20, 30 fucking minute drive. I'm lying to you. It's a fucking four hour drive, I think. Yeah, uh, but anyway, it was like a four hour drive. Yeah, four hour drive to New York, right? I'm sorry, it was years ago. So I'm all pissed off. And so I remember, and I because I, I know she's gonna fail. Like, this is a fucking. We're literally doing this to say one more person showed up, and I, and uh, to this big audition uh, with the audition for it. And I and I looked at her in the eyes and I said, "Do you know what a failed audition is?" And she said, "What?" And I said, "A waste of gas." <laughs> so, <laughs> so we drove in fucking basic silence, a little bit of music, basic silence, driving all the way up to New York. And there I am. 
I actually go to the gym while I'm up there waiting for uh, her to finish her audition. And then I get a phone call. Hey, uh, Nick, can you, can you come up here for a minute? So I go up and they signed her for the highest musical position possible. Like she didn't just make it like she had gotten like six levels of a raise, if you will, like higher than anybody (laughs) ever joined our firm. She out, she was getting outpaid, right? Her, her level, if you will, her position was the sixth one, which means that people I had working on my sales team were like the third and fourth, fifth one. And I was like, Jesus Christ, right? So on the way home, it was very awkward because, you know, she's got a shit-eating grin. I'm like, I must be fucking tone deaf, right? Because, like, literally, that's how fucking wrong I was. So I should never be a judge in American Idol. But ultimately, long story short is, you know, we're talking about a Craigslist ad, which usually wouldn't work, which is why I tell you, don't take this for granted. Like, don't take this path and be like, hey, guys, guess what? I heard that a Craigslist ad is how it's done. No, motherfucker. Your team has to say it, right? You want to do the most outlandish thing your team says. If your team Mm -hmm. says, hey, look, let's set up a table outside on the fucking parking lot and fucking get people to go up there. You nope, go with you it. You can't because, prove an instrument. Prove me wrong. Yeah. So you're gonna say this. You're gonna say, "Listen, I don't agree. That's important. It's important not to buy in, right? I don't agree mm-hmm. with this because if you buy in, say, yeah, that's great. We're gonna kill it.' <gasps> now you've co-owned it. If it doesn't work, it's your plan. So you, you don't have the right. same effect. You have to say, "Fuck you. This plan sucks." And then tell me why it's good. And they'll keep telling you. And even if you think it's good, be like, "Fuck, this is fucking so, guys. This is so fucking. So, we're gonna waste all fucking day. We're gonna be here all night prospecting so we can get these people in the office tomorrow." Then you cave and say, okay. oh, "You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go outside and do it." Because then they're yeah. trying to prove you wrong. They got that energy. But if you buy into their energy, you're part of the team. No, no, you want for this idea you to vote against. Against that yeah. way you win. Either way, either they're gonna get what they want. They're going to, I'm sorry, they're going to get the prospects you need or they're going to come in with a tail between legs like, oh, fuck, bus, sorry, we fucked it up. Hey, we'll crank the phones. We'll go, you know, try and find somebody. And you don't really lose. You can only win by helping, allowing them to find the path. But there's got to be a path, right? You can't just be like, sit down, shut the fuck up, bullshit about the job. Because that's what sometimes sales teams do. Like they sit around bullshit and they don't do anything. Right. So you got to stay away from those fucking pitfalls. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You got to keep, you got to keep, uh, there's got to be some kind of path and a destination and all that. I agree with you. Yeah, buddy. I oh, agree with you. Man. So anyway, I would definitely say just always give gratitude for the expectation, even if it is just the expectation, uh, because you got to remember this. And this is one thing that I don't give a fuck what sales job you're part of. You always find sales team members will say this. We're not appreciated. And, and the reason being is when you're in sales, you're dating a bipolar person, right? And what I mean by that is this. It will love you one day and hate you the next. Hate one minute in yeah. sales, you're the biggest piece of shit because you haven't sold nothing. The next yeah. day, you, you will literally get two appraisals back, closing two loans, and all of a sudden you're a fucking ear. The same motherfucker who called you yeah. an asshole yesterday is congratulating you today and you're saying, what the right. fuck is going on, right? And some people can't handle that love me, hate me relationship or hero to zero, back to fucking hero, oh, down to zero again. They can't handle that. And I know yeah. that if I wait for you know upper echelons to recognize my team, it might not happen because there's so much competition out there. So what I tell you to do is this. You want the team to get their gratification from you. You are the manager. You give gratitude for the expectation. They make the end state goal. You say, you know what, guys, girls, congratulations. You take them out to Hooters. You grab some dinner, right? They don't feel that thanks a lot of times from the higher level 
right? So be like yeah. the Eminem mindset where he says, you know, um, he says, uh, fuck, fuck the Grammys, right? So yep. Will Smith never up his rap, rap the, what doesn't have to swear in his raps as records I do. So fuck him, fuck you too. What'd you think? Hope <laughs> 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 the Grammy. Anyway, I don't even know the lyrics right now. But anyway, fuck the Grammys because here's the deal, right? Fuck when you go there and your big, uh, big, big auditoriums and people going down there and hoping your team got something. You got to say right now, fuck that, right? Call it what right. it is. It's politics and fucking bullshit. You know what fucking matters? And you have something in your office. Now, one thing I always prescribe to, you don't have to use, right, is a WWE championship belt. I used to use the old undisputed belt. It's a really cool looking gold belt. You can use UFC belt, whatever, but some sort of championship belt. This is what fucking matters. You're the best motherfucker in here. Employee of the month. This is what you fucking get. And it sits at That's your fucking it. desk. You're the champion. And the next time, at the end of the month, we get together, that belt either stays or gets passed off. And they feel like they're getting gratitude in the office. And when they go to these other things, they're not disheartened. And they don't have their tail between the legs and feel bad when they don't get something. Because in their head, it's either, we're going to win. Or it's politics and bullshit. Fuck that. The only thing that matters yeah. is my championship belt. And I'll even let them bring the championship belt with them. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, you, you win the stupid little trophy. My guy's got a man belt, you know, or my girl's got a man yeah. belt, you know what I mean? You know? Yeah. And so I think it is. you can't just rely on upper echelon to give your guys thanks because it's not going to fucking happen. It's just not. You know, They're more likely to push your shit in than congratulate you. I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, uh, as a manager, you, you have a lot to do with the morale and the quality of life like we were talking about earlier you, you ask the manager you are literally responsible you know what i mean yeah you know what else is a cool thing to try and because then right now i'm going down fucking memory lane of when yeah, i first started out is i remember being the sales manager for the first time one thing i like to do is it really increases morale and and they almost feel like it's fun is if you cross-pollinate with a different office who does the same thing you do. So, for instance, let's just say you want, you're a part of a countrywide home loans office, and let's say that handles um, San Diego, California. But then, yeah. on a Friday, you know, there's one in La Jolla. You get together for that Friday training or whatever training day you do, and you bring both teams yeah. together, and you both teach a certain class or talk about some training, and you get them around each other. That actually sucks less. They actually like that. Because they're hearing and they're understanding other people's points of view. They start realizing that they're not alone in this fight. And it kind of gets them to feel better, increase their morale, right? And they feel like the work yeah. days don't exactly suck. Because they actually look forward to it. Like, oh, shit. Because remember this. Just as sure as La Jolla might be coming to San Diego today, I might be going to La Jolla next week. And they may like that. You know, going to someone else's sure. area, grabbing breakfast, chilling out with them for a little bit. And... It's going to increase morale, which is going to get mission made, which essentially is going to get them more quality of life. And it's a big, vicious fucking circle. Yep, but you I agree. can't be a fucking dictator. And I know you're not like that, but I'm talking to the other people out there. You can't be a fucking dictator and be like, this is the destination. This is the path. That's a great way to fucking fail. That's a great way to yep. fail. You know? I agree. Like not, you're going to train not everybody's them. Everybody's the same. It's yeah. like, it's like my regular job, right? Before this, not everybody's the same for me, for example, right? I'll tell you about me a little bit. I'm not. I'm the type of guy that if you yell at me and you come at me sideways, guess what? I really don't give a fuck what you just said. I'll be completely honest with you, right? But when you talk to me like a man, then by all means, I, I give a fuck about what you're saying. Um, some people you have to yell at. That's how, the only way they listen. You know what I mean? Not everybody's the same, so you can't go in there after this thing. 
You're right. And not every office is the same. Not everybody, you're right. How they react to certain things is the same. And uh, yeah, you know, you have to learn how to communicate effectively with your team for sure. Oh, man. It's it's a fun thing you're about to embark on, though. It really is. It's interesting, you know, getting out there because they're going to have some of the same things that you've dealt with and some things that are new are going to blow your mind. Be like, holy shit. It might take you back. Like, you guys do this or you don't do that. And they may not know another way. So when you're kind of taken back, they'll be like, wow, you guys don't do that. I've never fucking heard that before. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I mean, everybody does things differently, but I'm coming in there with a good mentality, um, giving, given, um, caring, you know? So. Absolutely. Well, I would definitely give him a, you know, give him a little uh, pick me up when you first get there, whatever it happens to be, a little taste of the freedom or the or the quality of life you are going to give them once they start, you know, providing the end state goal. Let them feel that a little bit. And I do think that uh, you're, I know personally you're going to be successful. I think that anybody listens to podcast, if you are going to take on a team, quality of life is always a great thing. The reason being is this. Because you can almost guarantee yourself that 90%, and I'm going to dare say more than that, of sales offices out there, the salesmen do not have a good quality of life. There are successful salesmen out there who have a shitty quality of life. And so you can go in there and provide, and you know why they have a shitty quality of life? It's because the sales manager, I'm going to tell you a secret, they're fucking scared. You know what they do? And I'm going to tell you why you have a shitty quality of life. This is why, this is what really happens to sales managers, is they're a little bitch because they are nervous. They are so scared, Oscar, that they're not going to make the end state goal. So they're not worried about your quality of life. They are worried about the question that's going to happen on the 30th of the month. So if July 30th rolls around, (laughs) they say... You didn't make your end state goal, right? They say you didn't make your end state goal, right? What no. did you guys been doing all month? And they could be like, we work till 10 o'clock at night. That right there makes you a fucking loser. No, balls to the wall, give quality of life, make it fucking happen, and just trust in the process, right? Yep, if, I agree. If you miss your end state goal at the end, right, no one's checking the tower logs, no one's checking the vehicle, see when cars left and all this shit, right? You missed right. the fucking end state goal, but they're scared. And that is it. If you don't, and there's a lot of scared sales managers out there. There are. They're afraid to lose their job. They're afraid of all this shit. You can't be scared. Yep. You can't be fucking scared. So, anyway. Yep, never, never have been, never will be. Yeah. So, anyway, I want you to follow up with me. Let me know how it goes there. I'm sure it's going to go very well, but I'd, I'd love to hear your stories once you settle in and uh, what you were faced with, because obviously you're going to hear some shit you probably never heard before. Of course, of course. <laughs> and I, I'll share it with the crowd, too, you know? Absolutely. Let them know what works, what didn't. So please have me back on your show, and uh, we'll 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 make a change. Hopefully, we can change somebody else's life that's listening. Absolutely, and that's it. What I want everybody out there to do is, if you have an office institute, give them some quality of life because I'm telling you, time off, less time at the work, giving them some sort of benefit, some pick me up, some kickback, giving them a fucking time outside where they can see their wife and kids. That will literally make mission. Literally. I'm telling you right now, you can get better quality. Because a tired, pissed-off salesman is not going to make you any money. Nope, he's not. And don't be a fucking bitch, right? (laughs) All right, right. Scott, thank you so very much for your time, brother. All right, man? Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Yep, we'll have you on again soon. And this, my friends, has been another edition of Nikki P's Conundrum.